Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Hello! Hope you've gotten off to an amazing start of this week. I've just started sending out weekly mindset and performance hacks via email. So if you can't get enough of this kind of content, you can actually go in and register and get those sent through your inbox every single week. Make sure you sign up to get this via mindic.eu slash weekly hacks. And you'll also find the link to that in the show notes. And it could be that you're already receiving those. So if you have been receiving emails from us in the past, you will have received those. It could be that it has ended up in your spam though. And if you want to receive those to your inbox, what you need to do is go in, click one of those emails and reply to it. Reply by describing yourself in one word, reply by saying, hi, Jocelyn, whatever, just reply to one of those emails, because that way your email is going to understand that you actually want to see those emails and you're going to start to go to your inbox. If this is the very first episode that you are listening to, make sure that you don't forget to press the follow button because that way you will get notified when I get new episodes coming out and you won't miss out on any of them. And if you've been listening to this for a while and you've really enjoyed those episodes, please, please, please go in and give this podcast a rating and review. I know I said this a lot, but it really, really helps to to show this podcast to more people. And I actually had a really, really nice review just the last couple of weeks from S. Dan, and she wrote that I love listening to your podcast while cleaning out the stables. If anyone is doubting, she's not holding back any information. She's sharing so much valuable content. And I just want to say thank you so, so much for going in and giving me this review. And it's so true. I really try to be as open, as honest as possible in those podcasts. I share with I'm going through the challenges that I have in my life in writing in the hope that I can also help you guys work through it. So I come up with tips based on my experiences and I just put it all out there, share it with you guys so that you can hopefully also improve in your writing. So once again, thank you so, so much. Really appreciate that. And if you have not done it yet, please, please, please go in and give me a rating and review. So today I'm going to be talking about how you can move your upper limit, how you can extend what you are capable of, or really what you believe that you are capable of. This is literally how you widen your comfort zone and you create that new normal for yourself. So this actually works for anything, anything in life for anyone. And really what we're doing is we push ourselves just a bit further and thereby we prove to ourselves that we're capable of way more than we actually think. And the way that I do this and the concept that I'm going to explain to you guys today is called push weeks. And first of all, I'm going to explain to you guys what push weeks are. So basically, this is two or three weeks where you push your comfort zone, literally. So you define something that you would like to be habitat you would like to be creating or something that you would like to start doing. And so you define that first of all. And then you come up with a version of it that it's slightly more than you would like to be doing. So to take an example here, if you want to be, for example, creating the habit of riding Cavalettis two times per week, what you would like to be doing in a push week would be, for example, ride Cavalettis every day of the week. 
but just for a couple of weeks. Again, just two to three weeks. Uh, a lot of the classical push weeks are two weeks. I like to do them three weeks because it's this thing that they say it takes 21 days to create a new habit. So I like to be doing those kind of pushes for three weeks because I really feel like it, it helps you to create that habit. But the whole theory is that you take something that you would like to be doing and you make it an extreme version of it. And then you do that extreme version for let's say 21 days. And you really, really challenge yourself for those three weeks. And then after those three weeks, you go back to doing something that is sustainable over time. So this should not be something that you could keep on doing forever. In that case, you're not pushing yourself enough. But really what is this doing that if you can sustain this extreme version of your new habit or whatever it is that you would like to be doing, if you can sustain that for three weeks, you're showing to yourself what you're really capable of. And then that thing that you would want to be doing, for example, writing Cavalettis two times per week, it's really going to become simple. It's going to become your new comfort zone. And so, so it's really super, super consistent that for 21 days or 14 days, whatever you prefer to be doing, you could just do this for two weeks. If three weeks feels way too much, just do it for two weeks. Um, because again, it should be something that simply isn't sustainable over time. But I always say like when you want to start something new, do it really, really consistent and really give it your all. Really go extreme, like out of balance. Go out of balance with this for the first two or three weeks. And then again, you move back to something that is sustainable over time. So again, a couple of examples here to just to give you guys an idea. It could be things like riding every day. I didn't used to be riding every every single day. I mean, I, 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 have, I have three horses by now, two of which I have in training. And I wasn't riding every single day. I would have busy days at work, but I really pushed myself. I really pushed myself for... for almost a month to ride every single day. Uh, sometimes I rode two horses per day and it really pushed me and I really showed to myself that, look, I can ride a horse every day. I don't know what, what's the problem, why I made a problem out of this in the, in the past. I just didn't believe I had time to do it. But I proved to myself by really pushing myself, sometimes riding two horses, sometimes riding but at least one horse every day. I showed to myself that actually I can do it. It's just a matter of how I plan and I started to believing that I could do it. So that could be a thing. Um, the second thing could be just be riding Cavalettis every single day. If you have a goal of wanting to ride Cavalettis a couple of times per week, push yourself for a month long or for three weeks or for two weeks, push yourself to do it every single day. And Or something else, drink water. Like if you want to be creating a new habit of drinking two liters per day, push yourself to be drinking three or four liters per day for, for, for two weeks. Go in the extreme. So like pick pick any habit that you that you want, then double it. Like that's literally make it extreme. I can't emphasize this enough. You should really create something that is really pushing your 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 comfort zone, something that you could not be sustaining for any longer than those two or three weeks. So that that leads me actually to, to, to the to the second point here. I hope it's all a bit clear to you what push weeks now are. It's pushing that comfort zone, really pushing yourself to the limit. You you're gonna you should be like wanting to give up during this period. It should be so tough that you're really gonna want to give up. If if you don't get into that state of wanting to give up a few times during those weeks, you haven't made it challenging enough for yourself. Now, the benefit on the, of doing those kind of push weeks is that it really pushes you past your current limit. It creates a new normal for yourself. It redefines what is easy. It redefines what is in your comfort zone. It redefines your, your, your baseline, let's say. So what seemed hard before, after those weeks, it becomes your new normal. 
So another example here, like I pushed myself to jump 125, which is now means that jumping a 115 seems easy and it's my new normal. Well, 15, 115 for me in the past would be really, really big. I've now pushed myself to jump 125, which is totally outside of my comfort zone, which now has created 115 or it's, it's turned 115 into being my new normal. Again, going up with a Cavaletti example, if you push yourself to riding Cavalettis every single date for three weeks, then doing Cavalettis two times per week is going to seem easy and it's going to become your new normal. It's going to seem so doable. So it just switches your belief system of what you believe that you are capable of. It gives you evidence that you are capable of way more than you actually think. So afterwards, if you have a moment of doubt or you have a moment where everything, everything feels hard or something feels hard, you can think back at this period and you can remind yourself that, look, I actually managed to ride every single day for three weeks. Surely I can ride my horse five days per week. It's just so nice to be able to have that period where you have really pushed yourself and you've proven what you're truly capable of. And then everything in comparison, then you're going to be, yeah, but I managed to do it every single day. Then surely I could do it five times per week. I mean, of course that must be doable. So I hope you see the benefit of it. I hope you understand what this is. Now, the third point I want to go into and make this really, really tangible for you, make it really easy for you to start up your own push weeks is how to prepare yourself for a push week. This is really, really important. I always say failing to prepare is preparing to fail. But I think preparation in any kind of way is, is really, really important. So I'm going to take you guys through what you should do to prepare yourself for a push week. It's really setting yourself up for that success from the beginning. So obviously, first of all, you want to define your pillars or that new habit, new habits that you want to be creating. So uh, as I already mentioned, it could be things like drinking a couple of liters of water every day. It could be things like uh, Cavaletti exercises, it could be things like riding one, one or two horses every day. Um, it, whatever it is, it could be like go out running every day. Like I know this challenge that, that exists uh, that you could go out and run one kilometer every single day every single day you, you run just one kilometer and yes you can definitely go out and run one kilometer like it's it's not damageable if you do just one kilometer um go out and run every single day for three weeks you can take cold showers i've done this many times like when we take cold showers for a month take a cold shower every single day like those are all extreme things but this is the moment where you really like you, you discover you, your true self, what you're truly capable of. So whatever it is that you want to be doing, the first thing you, you want to do is, is define your playing rules and make this really specific. So what is it that you're going to be doing? Create your pillars, write it down. Like you want to have some kind of target, some kind of goal. You want to be committing to something. And you want to make this really specific. So there's no discussion on what you're supposed to be doing every single day. Now, the second thing you want to be doing is move everything you can outside of those three weeks. So you're going to want to be prioritizing those pillars of yours, those habits of yours above anything else. Like during those three weeks, that should be your main focus. So tell people in your surroundings, say you're, tell your family, tell your partners, tell your kids, look, I'm going to take three weeks and I'm really going to want to focus on this. Like this is going to be my main priority and I really want you to support me in this. So please, like it's just three weeks, but I really want to focus on it for those three weeks. So like, if you have any birthday parties, dinners, whatever, postpone those things to after those three weeks so that you can really focus on those new habits, those pillars of yours, that you can really make that a priority during those three weeks. That's super important. 
And then <laughs> the third thing we're going to be doing is write a couple of letters. So the first letter that you want to be writing to yourself, and those are letters that you write to yourself, literally. I would start with like, dear Jocelyn. And the first letter that you want to be writing is a letter to yourself when you feel like giving up. So in this letter, you're including the reason why you want to do this, why it's so important for you. You're including your why, why it's important for you to complete those three weeks. So basically the reason that you will not give up. So if you are on the verge of giving up, when you read this letter, you should be like, oh shit, no, like I really now, okay, I reminded myself now I really want to do this. Why is it important to me? Uh, because I mean, as I said, you will have moments during those weeks where you're going to want to give up. But then it's really important that you look at this letter and, and you read and you remind yourself of those reasons. Even if it's tough, you're going to be like, oh no, shit, like that is actually important to me. I'm not going to allow myself to give up. So make it really, really powerful. Include your deepest why and, and write it in there. So that's the first letter. A letter to yourself for the moments where you feel like giving up. And again, you're going to have those moments because if you don't have those moments, it means you haven't made your play rules challenging enough. Now, the second letter to yourself, again, it's a letter to yourself, dear Jocelyn. In this letter, you're going to be writing it as if you are receiving it years from now and you have given up. And in there, you explain to yourself, you, you literally say sorry to yourself for giving up during those push weeks. So it would be something like, dear Jocelyn, I'm so sorry I let you down. I did not stick to what I had said about I would do. And therefore now, five years down the line, I, I'm not where I wanted to be. I have failed in receiving, like, achieving that goal of mine. I've given up on my dreams. It should be really, like really powerful. Um, so, so by having this letter, just by having it written this and defined this on beforehand, you create that pain. You really feel that pain and you're not going to want to end up there. So it's going to be a really good motivator for you, knowing, understanding the long-term consequence of not pushing through, not sustaining those three weeks and really pushing yourself to that limit. Hopefully, you'll never have to read this. I mean, if all goes well, you never need to read this letter, right? Uh, because you're not going to give up. But make it really emotionally powerful so that it, it really burns in you. Even if you just think about that, that you're going to be like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to give up. Like all those consequences. No, no, no. Hell no. Like I'm going to keep on going. Um, and then the last thing, and this is super important as well, is you want to find someone or something to hold you accountable. Preferably another person. It's ideal if you can find someone else to do this push with you and that you literally check in with each other every single day. You check in with each other and you tell each other that you've, you've, you've done your pillars, you've done what you said you would do. Uh, just have that other person to hold you accountable. It's so easy to let yourself down, unfortunately. So it's really good if you have someone else that's going to be checking in on you and you're not going to want to give up because then you feel like you're giving like that other person is you're ruining it for them. So it's really good if you can find someone else to do this with you. Preferably a person that you're doing this together with you. You can also f have some kind of repercussion. So you come up with a punishment for yourself. I, I know a good friend of mine, she said, if I don't stick to those things during my push periods, I'm literally going to shave my head live. <laughs> like, she said that because she knew she was going to stick to it. Like she, she knew that she was going to do this, but she made it a really, really hard repercussion just to ensure that she actually stuck with it. Like she, she knew she wasn't risking in doing this. She, she knew she was going to pull through with this, but make it really, really hard so that you really don't want to give, be giving up on this. 
those moments when it's late in the evening and you realize that you haven't done it yet, but just the thought of having to shave your head, that's pretty bad, right? So you are going to want to jump in that cold shower rather than having to shave your head at the end of those three weeks. So that's another good way of creating that accountability. It could also be that you have to like send money to, to something that you don't believe in or that you have to give away so many money to, to a friend of yours or to whatever. Come up with something that is something that you really, really, really don't want to go gonna want to do and that way that's also gonna help to keep you motivated and keep on going through those push weeks when it really feels hard so that's my explanation of what push weeks are how you prepare for it benefit of it i really hope that this is something that you're gonna take on board i love doing this it's not something you should do all the time but every so often to just take yourself to that to that next level really push through of what you believe that you're capable of so just to summarize the things you're going to want to be doing to prepare for your push. First of all, define what your pillars are going to be, what habit, habits that you are going to want to be creating, the habits that you're going to be sticking to. Second of all, define your play rules. Make it really, really, really specific so that there's no question of what you're supposed to be doing during this period. Move everything you can outside of those three weeks. Really prioritize this. Make sure that you can prioritize this. So, so make a good preparation here. Make sure you move everything out. Tell people around you so that like other people don't get in the way of this. Write two letters to yourself. One that you're going to read the moment that you feel like giving up. And another letter in which you basically say sorry for yourself for giving up and explain the consequences of giving up. And then the last but not least, find something or someone to hold you accountable. So... I hope you appreciate this. I hope you're eager to start your push weeks. If you want more, make sure you sign up for our weekly mindset and performance hacks via email. It's mindic.eu slash weekly hacks. You'll find the links to that also in the show notes. And remember, if you're receiving email from us already, it's could be that you've received it, but it's in your spam folder. So go in there, reply to one of those emails to make sure that those end up in your inbox going forward. And if you actually are thinking now, oh, I'm going to do those push weeks, but you're looking for someone to hold you accountable, freaking share this episode with someone. Just go out there and challenge people. Like send this episode and say like, I think this would be something for you. Should we do this together? Just send a link to this episode. Then that way they will also find out all about what a push week is. You can come up with ideas together. So make sure you share this episode with someone that you would like to hold you accountable. And then as always, I'm going to finish this episode off with challenging you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next episode. <laughs>